Welcome, everybody, to the Craft Heads Podcast, episode 111. This is the podcast where my best friend and I uh, talk about nothing. And uh, we have a topic for you today, but normally every single episode we introduce a new beverage, normally alcoholic, to each other. And uh, today, similar to episode 109, was it 109? Maybe 108? The tasting? Yeah. I think that was the last episode, Lake Oconee, 110. Oh, yeah, because we we're, we, we're big pieces of shit. We're, like, way behind. Yeah, we're a couple weeks behind uh, for good reason, and we'll get to that later. Uh, last episode, Alex did a mini taste test of three tequilas for me, uh, ABC half-shotters, and we talked about them, recommended them, and uh, this time I brought three gins, halfers, for Alex to taste test. But I actually... Even though I own these gins and I've had all these gins, and I think you may have also, um, I haven't done it today when I poured these, so I'm following suit and doing it with you. Uh, left to right, one, two, three. You can just go for it. Or maybe we should tell the listeners what we're going to talk about if they want to yeah, stick around. Yeah, totally. And, and also, as a chaser to what Tommy just said, uh, I think we're focusing more on quality than quantity nowadays. Yeah. I, I, it, we always try and even it out to be once every 10-ish days. And some like we're going to crank out a couple extra ones here and there. And other times we fall behind, like Tommy said, with good reason. And uh, until we can do this and it pays all of our bills, we're asking <laughs> you to bear with us. And thanks for listening. Uh, that's really funny that you said quality, not quantity. Because double entendre, I thought you were talking about alcohol. Which these days we are focusing well, on quality that's and not I quantity. Actually, I mean quality of our content and like it's cool to I like these tasting things. Yeah. And we're given it's like this is three drinks instead yeah. of one per episode. So we're having a lot of fun with that. And just uh, as a last note on that topic, thanks to everybody who is sticking with us and listening. And we're in a weird sweet spot because I've I, I told Tommy I have irrational fears of growing too big, and I also don't want there to be two listeners per week. So. This is perfect right now, and the people who are with us, thank you, and uh, enjoy the show. Thank you, Alex. Um, I'm glad to be here. That, uh, <laughs> you say what the topic was, and I'll, I'll get ready to drink here. So uh, we've we've made a couple trips, hence the, the uh, gap between episodes. Me uh, going to California with Claire had to get out of the house. It was about time, and it, this was for her 31st birthday. Uh, we tend to um, do pretty big trips for her birthday, particularly, and I like to do big staycations for my birthday. So we went to California and visited three different cities, which I'll talk to you about and tell you some of the best parts about it. We're tur turning this into a travel podcast. Yeah, totally. And uh, and I'll I'll tell you guys about uh, our brief jaunt up north to PA to visit both uh, Tara's and my sides of the families. But we'll uh, I'll get that out of the way before your California stuff because it's not as interesting. Um, wait before you yeah. you're about to do it. I yeah. see he, Alex is ready to go. He's well, ready I'm to smelling. shoot these. Oh yeah, he's smelling them. Yeah. Um, but we also have one more surprise later. Oh, that I'm not going to tell you about now. But it's um, on this episode. On this episode. Oh, how exciting! But it alludes to uh, past episodes. So we'll. I'll leave it at that. Hell yeah! Thank you. I'm ex I'm excited. Okay, so going from left to right, one, two, three, A, B, C. Um, the first one. These are all half shots, by the way. Mm. Wow, very different smells. The, the first one, one is, it to me, it smells the best in the sense that it has that very piney smell, and I like that smell and taste in gin. 
So that's that. The second one, I think I already know what it is, only because it the color looks a little off. It doesn't look perfectly clear, and I am aware of a certain gin that Tommy has, but we'll get there. <laughs> it also... It, it doesn't... Ha- <clears throat> have that much of a scent and it's not what what is there isn't particularly pleasant wow you almost touched your nose to the to the gin there. and then the last one also isn't as pleasant it's just kind of alcoholy so i'm going to start with the first one here okay oh yeah i'm supposed to as well okay so i would describe that first one. It's interesting because gin is my favorite liquor. Mm-hmm. It, where does it rank on your liquor tiers? That's a good before question. Before we get into it. Um, so for those of you who don't know, there are, is it five or six base spirits? We've got gin, vodka, tequila, um, whiskey, rum, rum, and brandy. Mm-hmm. I think those are the six base spirits. And I'm about as close as you can get to an equal opportunity drunk mm-hmm. as you can get. I mean, between all six, if if I had to pick, probably whiskey because that encompasses bourbon and scotch. It, like it lets me; it's a catch-all for me. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I I really do. I drink all of them. Yeah. I I think the one I drink the least is vodka. It's say, vodka and rum are the low and brandy for the for the most part lowest on the tier. But mm-hmm. tequila, uh, gin, and whiskey whiskey are definitely the top half. But I agree. I can't it's hard to rank them. I'm with you, Tommy. The but top, we have to. The top three. Okay, <laughs> and then I would go whiskey. Uh, I've been on a tequila kick lately. Otherwise, I would uh, normally I'd say gin, then tequila, and then uh, the bottom three off the cuff. I'm going rum, brandy, vodka for sure. Because brandy's also cognac, and like I actually really enjoy rum. Yeah, a lot. So. so I think I'm right there with you. Vodka has really slipped. It used to be like, it, it's really funny. In college, it was almost reversed. It's it was 90%. Number, number one was rum. Number two was vodka and all the other three. It's like, ooh, whiskey doesn't agree with me. And now whiskey's number one. Yeah. If Hell not, yeah. it's between gin and whiskey for me because I love my gins. Totally. Specifically the, gin and tonics. I, I like this first one. I'm going to, what's my test? The value of the bottle or what I liked the best? What do you think? Um... Yeah, the value of the bottle and but tell the listeners what you prefer as well. Yeah, I generally enjoyed the first shot. It okay. smelled and tasted good. Okay. Second one, everybody Do you want to take oh, a yeah, chip? That's a good as idea. a palate cleanser in between. Yeah. We brought uh tortilla chips. Uh, the, the the good stuff too. Kirkland signature organic tortilla <laughs> chips. The best tortilla chips in the world. Here we go. Sorry for the bag crinkle, but you're going to get some chewy well, yeah, ASMR now. I just now. deliberately crunched into the mic, so <laughs> Wait, we have to be very quiet except for chewing noises. <laughs> that was gross. Even I was grossed out by that. How many are wearing headphones now? And I hear what you hear, and I'm sorry for that. It it sounds pretty good actually. I'm I'm okay with watching people eat or listening. Yeah, go Can ahead. Can I have your Evian COVID water? <laughs> yes. Does everybody uh, has anybody ever noticed what Evian is backwards? Naive. Interesting. Especially for a bottled water. <laughs> I'm pretty sure these guys are fucking with you. <laughs> um, I, I've graduated away from Kroger and Publix brand water just because that's normally cheap and that's what I buy. I'm trying to get water with minerals in it now since I think we might have talked about it on an episode. Zac Efron. Yeah. The, the Zac Efron Save the World 
uh, Netflix series, there's an episode that talking about how you should have water with minerals in it. And uh, so now I've been drinking Evian in Fiji. And I think I prefer Evian. Yeah? Yeah. I don't I know. Do you have a preference? I don't buy bottled water. water, right? Well, not tap, you know, mm-hmm. purified. Trying to work on the dis- distillation stuff. I'll figure it out. Here's the second one. Going on to the second gin now. And uh, I think we both already know what this... Oh, you definitely do. I obviously do. Uh, Alex, instead of drinking it, decided to snort it. And now he's <laughs> oh, now he's wriggling around on the floor dying. This is interesting. <laughs> Alex, one. do I need to perform CPR? If you squirt your gin in my mouth... Oof. Squirt what? By the way, I, since we already know what this is, I will tell you this is safe to drink. By the way, also even though the color's diluted. Oh yeah, I'm, that that has probably has to do with like exposure to light and stuff. Uh, I I wasn't worried about that at all. I would say it was boring. Yeah, it's it's it is boring, but it was it's not bad. It's just boring. That I'd rather if I was gonna sip a gin straight, hundred percent that though over the first one. Hmm. Okay. Interesting. And we'll when it comes to sipping, I like. Well, it depends on the spirit. Because like I would say for a gin, I would want something super aromatic and strong, but like tequila, the Casa Dragones, the top one from the last podcast, that shit, it's it's like drinking water. Mm-hmm. So, all right, here we go. I'm not going to worry about the chip. Oh, okay. No, well, uh, no yeah, palate cleanser. No, no, no. Give it an equal opportunity. That's right. That's right. That's not fair. <laughs> I, tried to, I tried to back away from the mic from my chewing as well. And uh, I'm giving it a good sniff as well. I think that, um, wow, it, for some reason, this third smell of it, after taking sips of the first two, it's now stronger to me. Give it a, give it another sniff. I know you already did 14 times, but give it one more now that you're all palate cleansed up. What did you just say about it? I, I think it's stronger than the initial sniff that I, I had. <clears throat> My initial thing, I think I already said it. It just, it kind of, this one just smells like alcohol. Mm-hmm. Like rubbing alcohol. Yeah. It, it really doesn't smell pleasant. I'm not saying it won't be. It just doesn't smell great. Yeah. I, I think that one was a little bit harsher, mm-hmm. but it wasn't bad. By any stretch of the imagination. I'm so, gonna real quick, uh, fact check the price points on these bottles. If okay. you want to talk about that one. All right. Hmm. Well, I'll say this. <clears throat> I, I have no idea, even though I know what the one was ish, <laughs> it was the middle one listeners that had like a, a little bit of a color to it. It was it was almost like a fluorescent pink color. When Tommy brought it back from Norway. Yes. And the color faded, and I pointed it out to Tommy one day, and he was like, oh, that's weird. But it, it was fine. It wasn't anything special. I, my guess is that it's probably a pretty standard thing uh, over in Norway, and the, the color is, you know, its thing. So that was the middle one. And the that first was B2. Do you want to know what the middle one was? Yeah, yeah, please, for the listeners. The, the brand is Harahorn. That's right. Harrowhorn Pink Gin, and it's a Norwegian gin. And Norwegian is Norwe- Norwegian. Norway is known Norwegian. for it. Norwegian. Norway is known for its gin. Like that's kind of mm-hmm. like their biggest pro- alcohol production. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, it was a it, like Alex said, it was a bright pink, and I think it's just like 
a beer a beer bottle is brown because they don't want the sun exposure fucking up the quality. I think that might have happened with mm-hmm. this one as well. Uh, but I, as far as I know and as far as I read on the way over here, it was just dye, like food coloring dye that, that Yeah, fades. there's definitely, matter of fact, it's probably safer now. It's actually, <laughs> it's actually now has worms in it, and so mm. you're going to lose a bunch of weight. Worms that can survive alcohol. That's impressive. <laughs> I my favorites, my favorite by far was the first one, mm-hmm. and I, it's it to me it tasted and smelled the best, and the last two were sort of a wash in terms of what I liked uh, better. I would if I had to take a guess though, I would say that I'm hoping one is the most expensive, three is the second most expensive and then the middle pink harrowhorn is the least expensive uh you're wrong on all three accounts really yes um the first one is the least expensive the harrowhorn is the second most expensive and yeah. the third one was the most expensive well i can't say i'm surprised because the third one was probably the easiest shot mm-hmm. which is like the smoothest best yeah. tasting mm-hmm. I guess with gin, I really you prefer in, your botanicals. Yeah, I really like the botanicals, pine needles, whatever, because mm-hmm. we've had lots of different um, gins on the podcast before. There was one, as a matter of fact, where I had one distillery with three different types of mm. their own. One was rye, one was like Terra Earth, T-E-R-I. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was when we had the little tasters. Yeah, right? you were holding. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And so it, it just depends on what you like. Um, so what are they? Number three, which is the most expensive one, is actually in Atlanta distillery called old fourth ward mm. old fourth distillery i haven't had it not on old fourth ward or in the old fourth ward um we bought that bottle a while ago it was like you know 40 or 50 bucks so um classic gin but i agree with you it's definitely more of a like the the second and third one are ones i would put over rocks if i had to mm-hmm. uh the first one is not something i would sip straight but it's definitely my favorite Hendrix. of the gins um, there's one other one that I'm thinking yeah. of. Yeah, it is. Uh, shit. Uh, does it, ha- <clears throat> does it have almost like bot or letter letters or something all over the bottle or no? No, uh, I wouldn't say so. It's a green bottle. Oh, wait, is it Tanqueray? Tanqueray. Okay. So that's not what you were thinking. Yeah, that, that's not. I was actually expecting something that was like technically higher quality at there's Hendrix, and the one I was thinking of is the Botanist. Mm-hmm. The Botanist oh, is one yeah. that I I really enjoy anytime I've had it at a restaurant. I don't think I've ever bought it myself, and I kind of want to keep it on hand. I wish I would have brought Hendrix because I have always claimed that Hendrix is like my go-to best gin, and Tanqueray, Tanqueray is always my low tier, but like my go-to for a lower tier. So yeah, exactly. My my go tier that we always keep. My go-to-tier, my go-to tier that we always keep on hand here. It's like the best value, in my opinion, is New Amsterdam. Yeah, really. Ooh, yeah, yeah. And yeah. specifically, <sighs> we they, get, they do a vodka too, right? They do. We. I they, don't like that. They do two. <laughs> ki- yeah, right. They do two kinds of gin actually. Their standard one, and then they do Stratosphere, mm. which is a higher proof. Don't quote me. I want to say ninety-ish proof, give or take two. So it's their high proof, like an English gin. And we always have New Amsterdam Stratosphere on tap, basically. Yeah, that's <laughs> Just straight out the tap. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, well, so that was the taster. Um, hope you enjoyed. For my money, 
Tanqueray is a great buy. Uh, Hendrix, if you want to go a little bit more, is my favorite. But these two are more crafty boy. The the second two, uh, Harrowhorn and Old Fourth, were crafty gins that I picked up along the way, and I thought, why not throw them in here? Totally. And and also for listeners all over, like the 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 latter two aren't necessarily easy to acquire because Old Fourth Ward is local, mm-hmm. and the other one is from Norway. Yep. So. If you want to get something fancy, go Hendrix or Botanist, and you'll 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 impress people because most people are like, "Oh, Tanqueray and Bombay Sapphire," and like they're both good, but they're not crafty. Oh, so I will make a quick disclaimer: I don't touch Bombay ever it's, anymore. It's probably uh, just a marketing thing, you know. It's it's got it's a expensive bottle, and it's, I it's very it's it. like forty some, <laughs> I think. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It might not be that much, but it's expensive. I, I liked it for a while because I was just drinking it because of whiz. Well, yeah. <laughs> it's, that's the only reason I ever bought a bottle. And then I was like, oh, that's a dumb reason to drink something. Hey, do you happen to know what episode we actually talked about our tiers of liquors? And uh, like a, a high boy, a middle boy, and a, and a low boy for each liquor tier? Because that's a good reference for us oh, to tell people. Oh, you're right. About. Okay, so while I'm talking, you can look it up. It was the Home Bar Essentials 101 or Home Home Bar 101, something like that. Um, I'm gonna guess it was in the 50s to the 70s, Ooh, somewhere in there. That, that later, huh? Oh that yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyways, good luck with that, Tommy. I, while you're looking that up, I and 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 our tastes have changed, by the way. So some of that information might be outdated, mm-hmm. but. Just to give you a quick recap of what uh, uh, Tara and I were doing over the past week is we went up to PA. We spent the first half of the week uh, with my family. Uh, Actually, my parents just moved uh, to uh, another area, like closer to where my brother and the the grandbaby are. How's the new house? It's great. Yeah. It's it's a production home, you (laughs) know, so it doesn't have doesn't have the charm and the love and the nostalgia of, of the the home that I grew up in, but I'm glad they're happy. There's the memories of Nerf Wars in the basement. Exactly, dude. Like, come on, how are you going to replace that? But overall, I'm glad that they're going to be, you know, closer to, to my brother on a daily basis. So everything's good there. We had a great time. Watched a lot of Mad Men with my parents because I got Tara on that recently. Nice. And uh, then the whole, the whole impetus to go up north to begin with was Tara had a wedding shower that her mother put on. And it was really cool because my dad and mom came up and Rita obviously went to the shower and dad and I went to go shooting with my father-in-law. And that was just so good. So amazing. I didn't know your dad shot actually. Uh, He has before actually, especially the first time he came down to visit me in Atlanta. You know, I was like, New to Atlanta. Oh, you got, we got to shoot guns. Shotguns. Sorry if, if we're offending anybody. Uh, I'm not. Um, <laughs> and and anyway, Rita, you know, she went to the shower, which was a, a great experience for everybody. Uh, my mother-in-law just really went over the top with this crazy Japanese theme mm-hmm. because, you know, Tara and I in Japan and all that stuff. I mean, beautiful decorations, the whole nine yards with with like the little uh, place settings and cherry blossom scents and all kinds of, and then Kimonos they got those basically, basically you, you should see the, um, the freaking fans that she, the Oriental fans that she had on the wall, which we actually brought two back. Cause, Oh, and there's like a, we have one of those screens that you see in, 
in Japanese cinema and stuff where like there's like a beautiful woman getting changed behind it. That's not on our bedroom. It's amazing. So <laughs> I can have my own beautiful woman getting changed behind it. But or in front of it. Yeah. <laughs> Why bother? <laughs> it's, it was really cool, and uh, it it was not without warts though. I mean, obviously due to the pandemic, there um, warts. There weren't as many people as we as we were hoping for, we still had close to 20, which is great, but you know, there would have been 40 otherwise. And, uh, it was really crazy. Then I think a night and a half before the shower, we lost power from a really bad storm. And is this one of the hurricanes traveling up and like the, the dregs of the hurricane? It might've been, I mean, this is all the way up in Northern PA, but we got the power knocked out and it was out until after the shower. Oh, wow. Yeah sweaty as hell it was well here's the crazy thing a my father-in-law is a legend and he just bends over backward for his daughter in any aspect and he got multiple generators like you know from friends and other people who had them powered up basically everything that was needed for the shower and their house doesn't have central ac but they have a bunch of window units mm. and you can't turn on central AC with a generator unless like you have a specially designed house, you can plug a generator into it. So it was actually, it was fine. Like they had those things going, they had these massive lights, you know, that you would see like one of those, not a spotlight, but one of those standing ones that's really bright. And they had hot plates for the food and every that was catered. And I got to hand it to my, uh, my in-laws cause they base the whole thing basically went off without skipping a beat and they had no power. That's, you know, that's really impressive. It was amazing. I'm surprised everybody from the neighborhood wasn't going, hey, that house has power. Let's go check that well, out. You Actually, you could hear generators everywhere. It oh, was okay. great. It, 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 I kept telling everybody, I said, I feel like I'm at, at a carnival. Yeah. Because <laughs> when I hear a generator, that's all I can think of. <laughs> I had like phantom smells of funnel cakes. But I told you I'd get through it quickly. That's, we Thanks had great... for bringing home the leftover food, by the way. Yes, we brought home uh, food in a 10-hour car ride in like a <laughs> quasi-cooled thing, so have fun tonight. But it was, it was really awesome. <laughs> I'll we, be shitting we, my brains out yeah, later. We had a really uh, great week with family, but we're, I'm so much more excited to hear about your escapades in California. Well, thanks thanks for the segue. Pass it right on off. Uh, Claire and I, as I mentioned earlier in the episode, went to... California, uh, we went to three cities. We went to Jackson Hole, which is basically the desert in Southern California. Uh, we went to Lake Tahoe, which um, is oddly enough, I didn't really understand what I was getting myself into. And I'll just leave it at that before until we get there. Perfect. Um, and then we went to Napa and Sonoma Valley for wine tasting. Uh, two or three days in pretty much each part of the state so um we landed in lax rented a car went to jackson hole and uh claire had been really excited because she had seen some bloggers on instagram that have posted some really nice places in uh wait have i been saying jackson jackson hole i've been yes okay apologies joshua tree yes oh that's that's very different Uh, yes it is 100 percent different and the reason why jackson hole is in my head is because we're going to jackson hole at the end of this month yes uh with uh claire's uh sister and brother-in-law okay i didn't question it i didn't want to sorry i I don't know many i don't know how many times i've said it uh feel real stupid now you know what you need before we talk about these three cities what you need another gin yeah i'm gonna go get some stratosphere So I knew there was a reason why I love this stuff. I was off. 94.6 proof. 
Oh, so okay. this stuff is truly no joke. Okay, yeah, that's um about to get fucked up. I'm gonna put it in my quote good one, the one that I like. <laughs> okay, do same for me. We're pouring these straight into the shot glasses for us to sip on throughout the episode. So, uh, apologies again for to everybody that heard me say Jackson Hole 15 times. I meant to say Joshua Tree, California. It's a desert, literally. Uh, Joshua Tree has a national park, though, that you can pay to enter, and it's just expanses of desert and mountains. And uh, on the first, Claire and I got to this beautiful Airbnb that um, she found online, uh, just a pretty much a studio yeah it was a studio but um you know a little bit bigger than what you think as a classic studio where everything's cramped together and uh this this is the first thing i will say california is in a massive heat spell i don't know if you knew about this hence the wildfires yeah it's on fire as usual yeah it, <laughs> per usual <laughs> um and i'll get to that later as well but uh claire and i on the way to uh jack joshua tree <laughs> can't get it out of my fucking head apologies uh we stopped at a gas station about halfway got out of the car it was 108 degrees that's vegas heat right but let me just put that into perspective for you real quick and i found this really interesting that i came up with this i'm giving myself props right now the difference between 78 degrees and 93 degrees is the same difference between 93 degrees and 108 degrees. You're right. That's a really good comparison. Holy shit. Because 78 is nothing. Yeah. It's but beautiful. 90, but 93 is very hot. Arguably, 78 is a lot of people's perfect temperature right. for the outside. Right. I, I know some people say 72, 73. But 72 and sunny, yeah. Yeah. Going outside, 78 is just... You don't even need a jacket, but you could get away with one. Right. 93, you're sweating your ass off. Yeah. 100. Regardless of humidity, it's hot. Yeah. Well, yes, for 93. 108, you walk out literal oven. Yeah. Figurative oven. (laughs) (laughs) You've heard me talk about uh, Phoenix and Vegas ad nauseum, and it's weird. Here's my question. Do you like that level of heat? Because I do. I didn't. No. Too I, much. I, this was especially bad where like the few times I walked outside, I was like, oh, you have long hair too. Yeah. Well, yeah. I have up in a bun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, more than I do, I guess is what I meant. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess it does. And I have long body hair. nipple hair <laughs> <laughs> as I'm rubbing tassels. myself. <laughs> Natural tassels. I, I grow out the hair right around my nipples so mm. I can spin it whenever I have my shirt. on. Oh, hell yeah. It's like having pasties on. <laughs> What the fuck? Come on, this is this is like amateur hour for us. Um, so, we uh, the first day in Joshua Tree, we went to a uh, we went on a, a strenuous hike. We actually looked up hikes in Joshua Tree, and they rate all of the hiking. And uh, there's casual, uh, moderate, and strenuous hikes. Uh, I don't know why, but Claire chose to do a strenuous hike. And Good I for was, Claire. That's I awesome. Was all about it. It's like a two and a half our hike up the hill and then uh, up the hill. I'm saying hill. It was a legit mountain. Um, she had to stop quite a bit. It was, and I don't blame her. It was super fucking hot and not an easy climb. Uh, but, and, and this is actually on her 31st birthday. She chose to do this. So good for her. I all power that. to her. Yeah. We, we did it. Uh, we took some great pictures at the top, but pictures don't do it justice. You just got to be there. And, oh, and yeah. I recommend to everybody that's in a, 
in a, a beautiful place in a uh, at a concert especially yep just take one picture don't try to find the best angle and all that shit just take one get done look at it two three months later and be like wow the pictures didn't do it justice and realize that you spent more time valuing the memory i've, I've said before there there is scientific evidence saying that there's a a link between taking pictures and a decrease in memory mm-hmm. that is an actual scientific fact so just take it all in take your mental snapshots because those will last a lifetime and you can access them anywhere otherwise yeah. you have to have your phone on you or your laptop <laughs> or your hard drive or whatever well well put um we besides that we we got barbecue one night in joshua tree um we also uh made food one the first night we were there and uh we ate outside in just our skivvies because it was so hot Hell yeah. and we wanted to like feel the heat but not be uncomfortable. So as the sun was setting, which made it a little bit more bearable, we just sat out on the porch and uh, ate in our underwear. But uh, quick shout out to the Airbnb and you saw this picture and said that you wanted to have sex with me. Which oh my God, I'm thinking about it right now. <laughs> it was so beautiful. There was a outside bathtub at this Airbnb Um and, and remind you, Claire and I are pretty much in the desert. There were a few neighbors that, if they had, you know, binoculars or yeah, telescopes, they could, have, they could have seen my tiny one-inch peener. Right. But, um... <laughs> e- e- well, they'd need a telescope for that. <laughs> that's what that's how I said it. I already self-deprecated. You can't beat me to it. Um... So, so I mean, I was I was naked most of the time that we were home. Outside, inside, didn't, didn't matter. Yeah. Um... And that sums up Joshua Tree in a nutshell. Dude, and when Tommy says bathtub, the thing that was really appealing to me <laughs> was the way Tommy was sitting in it because, wow, that sounded super gay, <laughs> because it's real old-timey. It mm-hmm. was like one of those steel bins. Tubs. It was yeah, a like steel a t- bin. Yeah, like, yeah, that's a good point. It's almost like you took a keg and you Warped just cut it. Yeah, you cut it down the middle, opened it up, and then like made it more ovally. Yeah. Yeah, it's like an elliptical bin. And yeah. he just, when I saw the picture, granted, the first time I saw it, I was drunk. I don't remember <laughs> at which house we were at. Um, probably Tara's parents. But it was, I remember looking at it and feeling your peace. Yeah. It, oh, it was so I'm pleasurable. That, yeah. like, the, your head was tilted so far back over the t- tub, I thought I was going to fall off yeah. in the picture. <laughs> so I, you were just, I was, I was vicariously relaxing through you oh and uh uh one more thing about that tub claire and i took a bath together in that tub outside at like 11 o'clock one Ooh. night which was beautiful and they're deep too yeah they're not oh, yeah. long but they're deep so you, you even if somebody fit. was five feet away from us they couldn't see the depth sure or any part of us because we're so deep in yeah. the tub oh man that's phenomenal i love it um quick sip and i'm gonna move on to lake tahoe sick quip <laughs> Ooh. That's a good spoon rhythm. Sick quip. Sick quip, bro. (laughs) Hopped in the car after Joshua Tree to drive to Lake Tahoe. Do you know what makes Lake Tahoe significant? The Godfather? Uh, I don't know anything about that. (laughs) I thought that was in Nevada, though. I feel real dumb. It's it's on the border. And I was unaware of this. Although uh, a good friend of mine, Jared, has been talking about having his bachelor party at Tahoe so we could ski... And gamble, which is like, 
That's like the two best things in the world. Yeah, I mean, really come is. on. And I didn't realize that it's a ski town, but like you walk like five minutes. And I'm talking about South Lake Tahoe because that's like the Nevada. Or, or okay, so it's almost like cut down the corner. There's a Nevada side of Lake Tahoe, Lake Tahoe, and a California side of Lake oh, Tahoe. Okay, so I'm not crazy. Yeah, we were we we stayed right on the border. So we walked outside of our hotel and then took like a hundred steps and we're in California and the hotel we stayed in was a casino. Yeah. So, uh, casino part of it, we lost money. I won't get into it. That's it. <laughs> God bless the state of Nevada. Yeah. I, I, I love that state. I'm pretty and that's sure, all I'm going to say. I'm pretty sure California can also have casinos, but there, I, I maybe there's just more laws regulating it. Yeah. So. Nobody does it like Nevada. Yeah. Let's put it that way. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, uh, our, our casino part of Lake Tahoe wasn't great, but we had, some amazing breweries. I mean, it's not ski season, so we couldn't ski at all, but there's plenty of lifts all around, like going into the mountains. Cause you're kind of in a Valley in Lake Tahoe. And, uh, we went, so we went to plenty of breweries, had some really great beer. Shout out to the brewery base camp, uh, which Claire was really excited about cause they saw that they were dog friendly. And we went to this brewery that of course, um, so Ro was with you the whole time. No, no, Oh, Ro was back home. It was just Claire and I, which was actually a nice change of pace. I love that dog, yeah. and I'm obsessed with that dog. But it was really nice to miss Ro and just, re- but really enjoy each I other. I hadn't even thought of that. That's really cool. I'm I'm glad you guys got to do that. Do you have neighbors and friends watch? Et yeah, cetera? Connor. Cool. Obviously, shout is our, out Connor, is our dog dad of the month. Yeah, um, <laughs> that should be a new award. He definitely <laughs> bells you guys out, and vice versa. So that's good. And uh, so, so we went to this uh, brewery called Base Camp that was dog friendly. Several dogs there, but they were also there was this band playing. And, and I got to give love to this the whole state of California and that edge of Nevada. They did they did the whole um, mask wearing right. You know, when you sit down, you can take your mask off, but when you are doing everything else, just keep your mask on. Be like, who cares what your beliefs are? Just keep them on. Get it over with sit down and i just appreciated the no nonsense about it that there were rules i feel like georgia it's like not required so there's this weird gray line that causes a lot of dispute between everybody but i just want rules to follow i want to live in this world and i felt like they did a good job of just letting people live yeah so yeah that's good my quick two cents about. i'm, I'm glad they were just practice like common sense mm-hmm. you know just don't don't be annoying like we're not worried we have no reason to be worried i I personally, I slash, you know these people too. I know three people close to me who've gotten COVID and they have been completely fine. Mm -hmm. Like literally just knocked out of the park. They're like, what the fuck was this? But there are other people who it is a problem for. Mm -hmm. So just be respectful of other people. And if you're not worried about it, that's fine. Oof. Um, Quick downer. Yeah. Uh, I did tell you about my grandma and grandpa, right? Yes. (laughs) Okay. And it's... Actually, to In my to entire my, Ohio family, <laughs> to, to my point, your grandparents are regrettably in a, in a category that it's a, it's a very serious issue yeah. for. I mean, even even my parents, like they're not spring chickens, you know yeah. they're they're mid to late sixties. Don't let Timball hear that. No, <laughs> no, that's okay. He doesn't listen. <laughs> he's too afraid of what he does. Might he do. donate though. He does. Ah, oh, Tim he's, Ball. He's a patron and, and he supports his son, and so does his brother, even though they don't listen. It's okay. <laughs> I, I understand why my dad doesn't listen, but I don't understand why my brother doesn't listen. <laughs> but it's okay. He's not a podcast guy. Um, 
We were talking about your family in Ohio. Yeah, no, no, no. Uh, You can send sympathy cards, too. Yeah, so you guys can deduce that uh, my my grandma and grandpa got the vid. Um, One died, one didn't. Um, But my grandma was on the uh, downturn anyway, so it it wasn't a huge surprise for us. But grandpa's fighting it, and he's doing well. Um, That's phenomenal. The rest of the family all got it, too. They knocked it out, like Alex said. So I, I think that there's... Uh, evidence supporting that high risk is dangerous, low risk not so dangerous, but right. but also painful. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's when, when you see numbers, and I don't even know what the numbers are because I I don't watch or pay attention to news headlines or anything. But like, you see a number. Do you know any numbers? How many people have passed away due to it? Uh, I know it's in the hundred thousands, right? Uh, I think that there's. All close to 500,000 deaths now. Okay, and that sounds terrifying. Yeah. But when you compare it to epidemics of the past, it's literally nothing. Mm-hmm. And if we had the data at our fingertips, which, which we don't, I would venture to say the majority of those people are compromised and or elderly. Mm-hmm. And like it's, it's, and it's they could terrible. have been, they're already ailed with something else. Yeah, it's, it, that's the compromise part. And, and it's a, it's a terrible tragedy. Tragedy. It's just like, as long as we are respectful of other people who do have to worry about it, like it's cool, you know, like you're young and healthy, you're going to be fine. Totally fine with that standpoint. And I, I, uh, I think that that's the logical way to be. I think more and more people are kind of just like, okay, we can't do this literally forever. Yeah. I mean, society will not function like this forever. Look, look what's happened this year, just in the past few months, you know, just, but Hey, stock market's great. <laughs> that, that it is. I'm waiting for a tech decline. Once there's a, a vaccine. Yeah. Because you know, like Netflix, they're going to be like, Oh, people aren't going to be at home. What binge watching. That's so stupid. Yeah. But I will buy our it stocks it valued horribly now. Yeah. Cause people are going outside. People are shit. healthy again. What the fuck? <laughs> I'm sorry, a huge tangent. Yeah, that yeah. was a big tangent. Um, we had to have a, a mini COVID tangent. There, there honestly wasn't much else to say about Lake Tahoe besides the fact that it's a ski town. And by the way, you can take the lifts up to the mountains if you'd like and take a view of all the scenery. That's so cool, man. Whenever there's no snow. But I want to go back when there is snow. Planning on going back when there is snow because um, buddy Jared is, I think, inviting me to his bachelor party. I think he likes me. I'm pretty he, sure he you does. should tell him to listen and then you're guaranteed because he'll just totally be guilted into it. That's right. He wants to be on the ep- on an episode soon too, which yeah. I've never brought somebody. You've brought a million people. I need to do yeah, that. I, I, wait, Jared, Jared. Yeah. Jared, Jared, <laughs> Jared. If you're listening, you got to hold Tommy's feet to the fire. Wait, I keep telling you, you're not, you're not welcome. donator. Jared. I don't think him. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like slick uh, donator Jared. Jared or patron Jared. I, I say Twitch, donated. Twitch Jared. Twitch Jared. Yeah. No, Facebook video Jared. He oh, doesn't do Twitch. God. Oh, God, whatever. The guy that I was in a yes. kayak with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And his lady is Megan. Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. <laughs> I, I, Jared, we're excited to have you on the show. I'm excited to have you. Yeah. Tommy hates you. He especially wants to just see the setup and everything because he's trying he to He wants to see brain. this. Yeah. I look like a poor person. No, you should see no, this, this is a setup. This is a grade A setup. We Actually, equipment-wise and spatially, this is a good thing. Now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we just, just don't have padded walls. That's the only thing. Yeah, If you picture true. a podcast room with a giant big screen on the wall... And two people with headphones on and microphones and, and alcoholic beverages. beverages. Yeah, yeah, that's You're right, us. Tommy. <laughs> thank, thank you for that. You're right. You, you just, it's everything's great. Everything's awesome. Lake Tahoe. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. Huge <laughs> tangents now. Uh, <laughs> fucking breweries. 
fucking fly up the gondola. The descriptions are getting fucking. really shitty now. <laughs> yeah. Tommy's getting that stratosphere in him. He's getting all uh, giddy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, we did actually rent a um a jet ski to go onto Lake Tahoe for an hour, hour and a half ish. Um, which would, by the way, that company was shit. And Claire left a one star Yelp review for the first time in her life, which was amazing. <laughs> Good for her that it was her first one. Yeah. Because like there are some people that's all they do. And it's seriously, just fuck you. Uh, but I'm the same way. Yeah. If somebody really wrongs me, you will feel my wrath. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I'll do the reviews. I'll do the stiffing. I'll do whatever I have to do to make, do make sure that you stiffing. fucking suck. The pumper's got a pump. Pumper's got a pump. Yes. So, oh man, that's terrible. Yeah, it, it was it was bad, but once we got got out, got out, once we got out on the water, it was incredible. The water in Lake Tahoe is like crystal fucking clear, mm. crystal clear. You can see straight down to the bottom with fresh water, barely any wildlife in it. I'm sure there's like sharks oh, and shit, but man. like where we were at, it was beautiful, and I'm sure you would love it. Oh God! So I gotta get out there. But we gotta get past Lake Tahoe. Yeah, I've yeah, spent yeah. a lot of time yeah. on it. But um, I can't wait to hear this one. Napa Sonoma. I mean the the wine country of America. Um, the only problem was when we got there, and I will show you a picture right now on air because this will be funny to get your reaction. Okay. Wildfires raging in California right Damn. now. And, Fucking um, hurricanes, wildfires, pandemics—no big deal. The wildfires are. I would say arguably the worst for this area of California and like maybe like the hills where they're wrecking million dollar homes. But like a lot of businesses, pretty much all the businesses in California, in Northern California, this area are wineries. I mean, you, no matter where you drive in like a, gosh, like a 50 mile radius radius, it's just wineries. Wine is the industry in that circle. Yes. Yeah. And it's really it's cool. just really crazy that so many of them were affected and they kept canceling. We had uh, plans to do, I think the number was uh, eight. We were supposed to do eight wineries and we ended up doing six, but of the original eight, six of them canceled. Gotcha. So we had to like rebook four you, you or five. You had a quarter of the original and then you rebooked four new ones. Yes, exactly. We rebooked Four, I think it was four new ones, mm-hmm. uh, and may, we may have added one more extra. But uh, here was the air quality when we drove into Napa. Oh my god, this is pure smoke. Yeah, that was just us driving in to Napa. Was just it, it looked like it looked like a very foggy morning, but it's not you, fog. It's it's smoke, and it, it stays all day, dude. That is so crazy. I will never forget whenever uh, a buddy of mine visited Atlanta, uh, Greg Weatherly, just quick story. I remember there were wildfires in a neighboring state. Might have been one of the Carolinas. Can't remember. And that was the day we decided to hike Stone Mountain. And Mm -hmm. that was probably not wise. But I can remember sucking wind, you know, climbing that mountain and be like, Oh, and you're just breathing smoke. Mm -hmm. And that's, again, probably not wise. That was the only time I ever saw a smoke advisory in Atlanta. Really weird. Wait, that was before I moved here, right? Correct. Yeah, this was years ago. So so with those smoke, with the smoke air quality, so many of the wineries were like, "Ah, I'm sorry, we've got to cancel due to poor air quality. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm sure it's just like a liability thing that they can't. But like the ones that didn't give a fuck were just like, yeah, come on in, we'll we'll bring you in, no big deal. We'll te- let you test out the wines we bought 
probably five hundred dollars at least worth of wine to get sent back home. Yeah, but uh, just a quick shout out because people going to Napa and Sonoma always want to hear what wineries you go to, and this is in order. We did in Napa, Stewart, Ashes and Diamonds, Mum, which is actually bubbles. It's actually sparkling wine. Okay, you can't call it champagne because it's not from it's France. It's not from Champagne, France. And then in Sonoma, we did Nicholson Ranch, Three Fat Guys, and Three Sticks. And funny enough, Three Fat Guys was uh, started by three Green Bay Packers linemen that oh, loved nice. wine. So that that was like one of my... I, I mean, honestly, the wine wasn't amazing. It was, re- it was really good, but it wasn't amazing. But I just love that story. Uh, yeah, I did. <laughs> I can dig three... But presumably huge beefy guys that are like fuck yeah i love wine yeah exactly like, they, like, like they were rookies all in the same year they came together and they were like drinking wine and they were like let's start a winery someday in napa and they yeah. did so also if you think it's lame i'll, I'll sit on you like they can actually <laughs> do yeah, that fuck you i'll eat eggs while i'm sitting on yeah, your head yeah that's right. i always think of um what's that movie with uh, keanu reeves the replacements never seen it that's yeah. like one of my favorite football movies of all time. It's The just, Replacements. Yeah, I've never even heard of it. I'm not gonna lie. I swear to God. Whoa, that that blows my mind. Now it's always I'm on TV. Yeah, it, it's um. I don't have TV. I think that's true. <laughs> <laughs> before before like getting rid of TV was cool. It was always yeah. on TV. Right. Hey, I did it before it was cool. <laughs> 2013. Yeah, that was before it was cool. That's true. Um. So, anyways, just to sum up. Uh, my favorite winery of all of those six was probably the least known of the six, and it was Nicholson Ranch, just because uh, it was a last-minute switch that we did. I mean, like, five minutes before we were getting in the Uber to go to... I, I won't say the winery that closed, because I don't want to give it bad love. Yeah. But they just closed because of bad air quality. Whatever. Do what you got to do. And Claire just got on her phone and said, oh, we're going to Nicholson Ranch, which... um. I called out because I was like, is that Jack Nicholson's winery? <laughs> and uh, I, it definitely was not, but we decided to go there anyways, and it was a very cool experience. Uh, we couldn't do any tours or anything. It was all tastings because you can't go walking during all the smoke, which gave everything just a bad rap that, that there was just smoke. The smoky, smoky bullshit was going on, but um, the wine was really good there for me, and Claire... Uh, really loved the wine at Three Sticks. So, Three cool. Sticks and Nicholson, if you're going there, that's that's my recommendation. But uh, last thing I want to say about the trip is I sent you a picture on the last day of our trip. We went to a restaurant that I said was my death row restaurant. And didn't you say it was everything we love or something like that. Yes. That's, that's like a spit of itsy thing. And I purposefully haven't said anything about it to you because I wanted to talk to you about it on the podcast. Tell me about it. And, um, it's a Portuguese restaurant. Mm -hmm. And the reason why this actually, this restaurant was recommended to us by our very first day Uber driver because of all the bullshit going on in California with, um, the smoke and the, and Uber employees or contractors being classified as employees. I don't know if you know about this, but Uber. Yeah, was, yeah. State certain states do it differently. They were Uber. California was trying to make Uber classify their contractors as employees, and Correct. Uber said, "Fuck you. We're not going to even 
provide anymore. Yeah. And then they, and then California was like, all right, fine, you can do it. So all about the pr- private businesses. But because of that, there's very little Uber drivers. Mm-hmm. So this guy, Mike, uh, picked us up on the first day and then just kind of followed us all day. He just, once he dropped us off, he just stayed there. That's and amazing. waited for us to request oh, our next like Uber. He's like a private driver. Yeah, he was. And in, in, seriously, three, three or four different stops he picked us up. But he recommended this restaurant called Tosca Tosca. And uh, it's in Sonoma Square in California. It's a Portuguese restaurant. They do port flights. Oh, dad. I, God, I know. Dude, that just came out of my mouth. Dad, what the fuck? But that was was like my spontaneous excitement. Yes, uh, dude, I'm telling you, man. It was when I saw Claire actually, she didn't even tell me. And this is why I love this girl. She, she just like, she, she, uh, (laughs) recommended the restaurant. She's like, we're going to Tosca Tosca. Mike recommended it. I was like, cool. We got there and she was like, do you see the menu right now? And I was like, oh my God, they have port flights. And she was like, yes, that's why I chose to come here. But not only that. Yes, I got a port flight, and yes, it was amazing. I got Tawny. I got like a regular Tawny, a 10-year Tawny, a 20-year yep. Tawny. Tried them all. Amazing. But it was also tapas. And every- I saw oysters. Yes. Uh, I mean, come on. The entire menu had everything that you could have wanted. It had like a cold dish, warm dishes, uh, green dishes. It had everything. It was Portuguese. Did it have pulpo? Uh, I, I mean, and that's I Spanish, think Iberian Peninsula. I don't know. I was, I was. Just I don't think it did, but I didn't. I didn't hate on it because. Yeah, no, it's okay. Here are my five dishes I got, and I know you're gonna salivate at all of these oysters. You saw the oysters. It had peri peri wings, which were also good. It had smoked duck breast. It had gazpacho, mm. and it had ceviche. And like those mm. are anybody who really knows me, those are like five of my favorite things. And Claire is watching me run down the list in this menu, and I was like, "If these things are good, this is my death row meal." Yeah, and and it's it's kind of a joke that Claire and I have, and I feel you're welcome to steal this from us. But we talk about a meal that's really good, and we always comment on death row meal, and her death row meal is Caribbean. Oh, that's amazing! So, yeah. yeah, the 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 local place here in Atlanta, yeah. dude. First of all, I knew uh, Claire loved Caribbean. Mm-hmm. I didn't know it was death row status, mm-hmm. so that's amazing. Yeah. Um, next time you go there, you should tell the proprietor. That'd be really cool. Oh, she would probably appreciate. Oh that. no, I have. Okay, good. Anita. Yeah, we're we're, we're boys. Oh yeah, <laughs> we we are boys. Okay, that's amazing. And, and funny uh, enough, Anita hasn't been there the last like three times I've been hmm. there. But uh, Anita, if you're listening, I have <laughs> dropped a, I have dropped a card in yeah. that restaurant at least once or twice. Yeah, just you probably didn't pick them up. Other yeah. people did, but uh, uh, we love you. I am definitely going to start using that. I'm going to try and come up with what my favorite is. Um, right off the top of my head, a Vegas ribeye is just like that's my shit. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but you then, always do talk about a Vegas. Vi- <laughs> I'm leaving that in. Dead. Regus Vibi. Dead. <laughs> but, I, but that's like, if I had to pick a singular item, me, and I, I think you and I are both very much like this, I would rather have a sampling of multiple things as a meal. You know what I mean? I love that. So th- that definitely Tapas sounds, is 
yeah. clutch. Yeah, dude, that's why, in my humble opinion, Iberian Pig is one of the best restaurants in Atlanta. Boom. Like, that's I feel the same way. Yeah. So when I saw that and they had those items, I was exactly. like, I'm all about this. Dude, I got to go back there. It's been a while. So, all right. The trip was amazing. I'm envious. I'm ha- I'm so happy you guys had a great time. I, I I feel like Claire was especially looking forward to it because I know like she was a little bit afraid when we had the bachelor bachelorette at the lake house. She was like, "Oh my god, if we came came all this time and didn't get COVID, now we get it. We can't go to, to California." I knew it wouldn't happen. So you guys are good. <laughs> I'm 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 so happy you guys had uh, a wonderful time, and I have to bring up one other thing before we end. So. I thought about something interesting that you said earlier when we were, whenever we were coordinating recording, you know, Tommy and I go to each other's places and Tommy said he needed to get out of the house. And I was very glad to hear it wasn't anything personal. It was, it was work related. And I realized something a little fucked up. And that is when you work from home and you have a remote job or if it's just cause of the state of the world or whatever, if you really, really, really are unhappy with your role, your job, your industry, whatever it may be, your home is where that all happens. That sucks. That's really annoying. That's, I, ha- I have yet to, I had yet to come up with a reason. Like, I can't stand when people on LinkedIn are like, oh, what combination of working from home and going into the office do you want? Two, three days a week? Shut shut the fuck up. <laughs> Everything should be remote. It's amazing. And if you don't like it, you suck. And if you can't support it, you also suck. Yeah, too. or like at least keep your mouth shut. I mean, like we're, we're on the verge of transitioning everybody remote and it's amazing. But that is the only detriment that I can think of. Mm-hmm. You know, like I, I'm, I'm being an asshole. If you just, if you can't exist without water cooler talk or whatever like i'm sorry there's no hope for you anyways so mm-hmm. I, I can't sympathize or empathize but that well, is one really th- weird thing if you're really unhappy you kind of it psychologically you associate that yeah your safe your space is not so much your yeah. safe space anymore. and that is probably why it's very important if at all possible not everybody has this luxury obviously to have a home office have a room you can leave it in. Mm-hmm. Like literally leave and close the leave doors. Leave it. Yeah, 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 yeah. That that's that's a good point. Is um I and I think that's actually probably a really good practice is and maybe one of the reasons why my uh my breakdown and I told Alex this yes I yesterday I, I had a breakdown about like just the stress of work and probably the post vacation blues also. Oh totally. But uh, my my workstation is in my kitchen. Yeah, <laughs> you know it's not so much a safe place anymore. It's like I associate that side of the kitchen with ooh, I work there. Yeah, and that's yeah. like I'm I'm back to the grind over there. Yeah, and that's one thing I really like. First of all, I I'm very thankful for and enjoy my job, which I'm doubly thankful for that. But I actually I work around the house. Um, I I sometimes if if I know I need to f- like really focus and get shit done. I will go in our bedroom uh, because I have like a little corner office, I'll call it, with a nice a massive monitor and all this stuff. Um, if if it's just, you know, normal, I'll work out sort of in the dining room, which is a big open space, well lit, lots of space. So, and sometimes when I'm lazy, I'll take my, my laptop on the couch. So I'm sort of all over the place. And that works. that works for me. Everything is different for other people. I think you're a little bit better at separating than i am though too yeah it well it and 
it's 50-50. It has to do with you as a person, and it also has to do with the degree of flexibility that your work allows you. And, like, I have an incredible boss, and I'm one of those guys who, like, if I have to hop on and do something in the evening quickly, relatively quickly, I'm not talking about, like, a four-hour session, but I don't mind because I'm like, I don't have to fucking go to an office every day. Like, that saves me anywhere from... 40 minutes to two hours every day, depending on where you're commuting to. So it's like, I'm, I demand flexibility from my employer, but I give flexibility in return. And I'm really good about that. And like with all my clients that I work with, several, several of them are on a texting basis with me. Like we, we text each other like for random things and they know they can always get a hold of me. Even if I just get back to them and say like, I'm not doing anything tonight, but you're my first order of business in the morning. It's totally cool. So that is um, that was the the one thing I wanted to at least say publicly is that that is one thing that could really suck about working remotely, and I'm glad that we were able to offer you refuge in a just <laughs> just a little change of of uh, environment, you know, to get away from that. Uh, yeah. Not that you want to get away from Claire, but work for sure. The second thing is along the uh, veins of work, you did nothing illegal in California, right? No. Can you tell me about, can you tell me and or the listeners about what I saw in the first picture you sent me? Uh, yeah, I'll tell you a few. We, we bought some edibles and we bought some weed. Of course, like one of our yeah. first stops was a it dispensary. It was amazing. And, I loved uh, it. If you're out of, if this is an, if this is a sign off for you, see you later, but you're welcome to listen on. And also I still have the, um, uh, the additional uh, surprise I have for you, if you'd want to, li- if you yes. want to continue to listen, yeah. it's going to be a little bit longer of an episode. Yeah, but we, yeah, we owe the we owe the listeners. It's okay. <laughs> Good. Um, yeah, we stopped at three dispensaries actually along the way. You guys sent uh, that picture, and they were. It's so funny. I didn't realize what it was at first. Yeah, I was like, oh, that looks cool, and I was like, wait a minute, these these all have. THC or CBD or whatever, and I was like, oh. Uh, and also, it's totally legal. So yeah. if you have a problem with it, seriously, uh, go fuck yourself. It, it was. And s- that's that's my own message. So interesting to and and I er, earlier in the episode I mentioned stopping at 108 degree weather. It was at the dispensary. Yeah, um, <laughs> nice, nice. I might have said gas station to <laughs> to help the uh, the legal listeners. You had but, to gas up. Yeah, <laughs> but um, we we did stop and uh, we we checked out. Some of the stuff Claire is more of an edible girl, and and I'm more of a flower guy. Which I've always told Claire, like, yeah, if you're talking about weed and not like the gummy version, not the drinking version, not the literally oil smoking version, weed, smoking yeah. the the actual herb of weed, it's called flower. And she never believed me, but that is what it. And several times they kept saying flowers over there, edibles over here, oils over here, mm-hmm. and like lotions over here. You know, like all the all the uh, stores have their own little niche about them, mm-hmm. niche about them. But um, if you're an asshole. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. So uh yeah, and, and by no means are Claire and I potheads. Like we do we dabble very rarely, but you know, you go to California, you got to check out these things. And um we did so on on several occasions just to check them all out. And we uh, we bought some stuff, and we are very excited to try them all. Yeah, that's awesome, dude. Yeah. Did you did you dabble while you were? Oh there? yeah, yeah. We we dabbled while we were there as that's well, so and cool, uh, and uh, there were some 
it's it's just so interesting whenever it becomes like an actual legal you know entity or like federally where people can actually explain the differences between all the weed people who are unexperienced will just go weed is weed but there's so many different kinds of highs like there's so many different kinds of drunks and for example people go oh i can't get wine drunk or liquor fucks me up or beer just makes me fool you know like there's an you can openly a, talk about this shit now yeah there's a scientific sake. explanation between between all of those and there's a scientific explanation behind all of the the weeds as well and it's really cool to hear an expert tell you all those things about it and um and, and just like for example one of the nights we um we smoked a doobie that i bought and 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 not much of it because i mean it's way too much weed for us non-experienced ones but yeah. we uh we did and it kept us up pretty much all night because it was a sativa yeah. instead of uh, an yeah, indica. indica. <laughs> See, I'm not I'm not a smoker or, or edibles for that matter, but like Jesus Christ. Come on. You know, like it, it, ha- half the world has woken up to it. Uh actually probably not that much, but it's just anything we talk about. Obviously, if there's something that we are, you know, a little uh wary of talking about, we just won't even broach the the topic, but like everything that we talk about like it's it's legal it is it's legal you can't have a problem with it james was on two episodes ago in regard to ayahuasca totally legal where he did it yeah in um at soul quest in florida like by the way get over it i texted him because i downloaded an episode i downloaded several episodes of the uh show unwell Mm -hmm. on netflix and there's an episode where they seriously cover soul quest mm. specifically That's so awesome. for like 45 minutes i downloaded the episode because it said ayahuasca on it yeah. and i was like oh i want to learn more because now that i'm interested after hearing the podcast episode 109 nine nine yeah. fuck yeah episode 109 yeah. of uh james's ayahuasca experience uh i didn't realize that they had an entire 60 minute episode of this series dedicated yeah. about it i texted james and i was like is this the place you went and he was like yeah dude and i i don't, I don't know if he watched it he probably didn't no but. he did oh okay great he not only watched it he told me he recognized some of the people yeah like could, not not the owner is not, in it yeah I, I, owner I, some of the, I went the from white cl- apron people i went from clients to patients to patrons and, and users and none of those sounded right <laughs> visitors he was talking about the people who run the whole thing yeah, so, yeah, that's yeah. So cool. The main guy, I'm, which I'm sure is like a dude that he saw while he was there, is featured in it several times throughout the episode. Yeah. So James and I had a little interesting texting experience back Hell and yeah. forth about it. So. That's awesome. Yeah. Last, uh, last little item. You found the episode number for Home Bar Essentials. What was? Oh it? my god! I can't believe I didn't wreck it. I didn't bring it up. It's earlier. all good. Apologies. Man. I, anybody who was there in the beginning is probably here now. That's how craft head craft heads boys go. The 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 loyal fans, yeah, as we like right. to call them. But um, episode sixty five was Home Bar Essentials one hundred and one is the name of the episode, and uh, Alex and I run through pr- every spirit that we mentioned earlier in the episode mm-hmm. and all of our recommendations for high tier, middle tier, low tier price at points at the time. <laughs> at the time, yeah. I usually have a pr- a pretty good sense. I can guess within a 20 episode window of when we did something. You said 65? Yeah. I you... said 50 to 70. Yeah. So, there you go. Close enough. Well done. Tommy, this was a a glorious catch up. Uh glad you enjoyed California before you end it. Yeah. 
we have one oh, yeah, more surprise. Yeah. yeah, let's do it. And I'll, I'll just say it right now off the bat. So if people are not interested, they can just be like, I listened to the full episode. Give themselves full credit. Yeah. You can sign off now. But if you want to hear Alex's genuine reaction to four new hot sauces. Oh, hell yeah. That I have uh, three of them from four or uh, attributed to hot ones, which I have mentioned several times. Uh, I got the three new warm-up pack from the newest season of Hot Ones for Alex to try. Plus, a surprise one that I didn't know I was bringing until a couple hours before Shit, I left. Yeah. Connor got back from Cancun. Uh, we were watching his dog <laughs> this week, and he brought me a hot sauce as a as a gift to us for watching Nash. Thank you, Dog Dad of the Month. We appreciate <laughs> it. So, uh, we're going to go through, and uh, Alex is going to... We're going to see Alex's genuine reaction to those hot sauces, and you're welcome to stick around. Hey, you know what? I swear to God, I have not seen anything that you're yeah. doing. I'm not going to look at the ingredients or hotness levels or anything like that. Are you going to make me eat them off chips? I know that you are you like to do it off your finger. Or I do. I, like, I just want you to do it however you want to do it, because I'm going to have you... And now we're back into the episode. Yeah. Um, I'm going to have you rank these or try to rank these. And just a quick heads up, I'm really unimpressed with these hot sauces. Oh, well, if you're unimpressed, <laughs> yeah. I guess the chips are f- I was actually going to go get a spoon. I'm sitting No, actually, down. that's a good idea. Right. Go for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the, you can definitely handle all three. Keep them entertained, too. You can definitely handle all three of them. And... Alex is going to try the warm-up pack, so so I'll just give a quick spiel about Hot Ones. Uh, their website, The Heatnist, or where they sell their hot sauces on uh, this website, theheatnist.com, H-E-A-T-O-N-I-S-T.com. There's, um, they have three hot sauces that they make themselves, and that is one, five, and ten on their ten hot sauce lineup. But in between one and five, they've got two, three, and four, and they've got six, seven, and eight. So they have on two, three, and four, it's called the warm-up pack. And on six, seven, and eight of the hot sauce, it's called the heat pack. So there's three like there are like three packs that you can buy of these hot sauces for thirty bucks most of the time, thirty to forty dollars. And uh on the newest season which uh, just some of the celebrities I can think of right off the top of my head that they've had on the newest season are um, Brie Larson, um, T-Pain, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. So, you know, they get like top-tier celebrities to do these wing challenges. Oh, um, actually, uh, oh my God. I'm blanking on him. Give me clues. I'll the, walk, the, the talk show that you guys love. Tim and Eric. Eric Andre. Eric Andre did his second episode oh, this nice. season, and he is one of he's one of the I, I don't know if I, I don't want to call him a bitch about heat because he's just an absolute boss about everything else. Yeah, but he's a bitch about heat. Yeah, <laughs> he he actually stopped at ep, or, uh, at Hot Sauce Eight and just couldn't go any farther. Oh wow! Yeah, he he did the bomb, and he was just and like he. Well, I would say the average person would be. Fucked. Yeah, at the, at the bomb, and I I would say maybe most of the celebrities that do do the show know what they're getting into and they agree to it because of that. But I think he does it just because he's a he's a 
he's a boss and and he just tried to do it. He got to uh the bomb and just quit. And the first time he did the show, I think he did all 10, but he struggled through it. But anyways, uh I I digress. We are um I'm going to show Alex the three new hot sauces that I bought from the warm-up pack, plus a bonus one that, like I mentioned earlier, Connor gave me as a gift. But, um, and, and for the record, I, I was thinking while Tommy was giving his hot sauce spiel, I was thinking to myself, we had a full hot ones episode, a full episode. Yeah. Like we we didn't, I showed you just the, the three from the heatness. You're right. It wasn't episode 94. And then we did the full lineup together. Uh, when was that? Okay, find it. Tommy's that was looking. post 100. By the I'm way, if you heard this, those cans cracking, the official sponsor of Craft Heads Podcast is Rolling Rock Extra Pale um, Beer. <laughs> hey, what's going on here? What? Why am I missing episode 106, 107, and 109? Uh, from probably the because you suck. Look. Hmm. On-air troubleshooting? I need my phone to check now. Yeah, that's actually kind of weird. Uh, I will check, but I, I don't think there was any problem. I don't remember. 109 is ayahuasca, and every time I get on my Spotify, I see James's smiling grill. Let me X out and come back to it. That's a good idea. It's there now. Yes. Because all I had to do was back out and come back Well, in. there you go. And look, there now they're there. So which one is the full Hot Ones episode? That was at your house. Yes. Because you air-fried wings. Dude, it was 100. 100, okay. Episode so that was 20 100. ago. Okay. I love it, man. 10 ago. Oh, you're right. <laughs> Sorry. So, uh, the first, um, this is from, from Hot Ones. Uh, this is Hot Sauce number. Do I tell you or do I just randomly give them to I'll you? I'll randomly give them to me. Okay. Yeah, and let's not do it over the mixer. That would be unwise. <laughs> We'll do it over my office chair. I don't know if I want to give you that one first. Actually, this is the best Because this is preferably my favorite. Preferably. 28 grams. You can definitely handle a hossy bit of these. All right. No I'm going to die from sodium intake. <laughs> it just tastes like green stuff. Okay. I mean, it tasted good. Would you like a chip? Can I get a chip? Yeah. No. Okay. Was that no for real? No, no, no. That was a movie quote. Yeah, I know. Okay. <laughs> and yes, it was for real. Okay. For the listeners, that was a Ooh. quote from... Hossing you up. National Security. Nice. Go Duke. Martin Lawrence. <laughs> hmm. By the way, we didn't tell the listeners what we're, what we're doing. Oh, um, we went on to, no, on to the next one. <laughs> I'm literally eating spoonfuls of hot sauce yeah so the first one is called jade jaguar and it is a verde sauce the second one that i put on his spoon is called chipotle and habanero hot sauce i like so basic i know i liked the taste and the heat level of the second one more than the first okay and then and then and then and then and then Sorry, I was trying not to put too much on all of them, but I fucked it all up. And then the last one that Alex just took a spoonful one is called Hotter Than L. And it's technically a ghost sauce. Technically, but like what what's the ingredient order? Where where's the ghost pepper in the ingredients? I'm dead serious. 
probably way far down there. Distilled, uh, so hotter than L, this ghost sauce is distilled vinegar, diced tomatoes, carrots, onions, garlic. Here we go. Jolokia peppers, yeah. salt. <laughs> so like, it's the second to last ingredient. Yeah, the they go in decreasing order of how the concentration, and it's like, okay, would you put in like ten percent or whatever? Yeah, maybe less at that point. Right, that's where the actual heat content right. comes from. And you then, gotta watch uh, out when you have ingredients, and it's like boot Jolokia. Yeah, <laughs> like our pepper flakes from Trader Joe's. Uh, and then this last one, which is unrelated to hot ones, is um, salsa habanero. From and it's I think it's just called chimay, and it all the ingredients Chime? everything on here C H I M A Y yeah chimay yeah. or chimay I I, I I think the second I don't know because um, there's that one like monk Trappist beer that's called chimay I think there's a lot of Spanish going on on this uh, bottle and I'll let Alex take a look take later a look. Um, let me take a look okay let me see here. You can put that on your spoon as you as you uh, wish. What am I trying to look at? Extra picante. Thanks for the beer, by the way. You're welcome, dude. What information should I look at? <laughs> I don't know. Para, I just got this today. Para so. la felicidad. For your happiness. De toda la familia. For the whole family. <laughs> this is incredible. I'm a huge fan. This is straight Mexican hot sauce. So. Amarilla. It's just yellow, extra spicy is what it says around the neck. This is fun. Okay, here we go. I, I tried a little bit of it, and it's uh, definitely spicier than the rest, so you don't oh. have to go big. Okay. <laughs> okay, thank you. It, it's not ridiculous by any means. Just spicier than the rest. Yeah, just spicier than the rest. I said mustardy, and it even has like a body like mustard. I think my favorite okay. was the second one. Okay, in terms so of flavor in order, these are how I gave them to you from right, right, right to left. Chipotle and habanero. I liked this was like a sweet and hot, even though it has hotter than L and it's utterly not. What do you think the order is? What do you mean? What do you think order of heatness level is? I think these were the two hottest, meaning two and four mm-hmm. of what I had, and one and three were the least hot. And of course, Verde, the first one was the weakest by far. These two are kind of a wash to me, two and four. Spot on on the Verde. It's nothing, and I don't understand like how they can even promote Market, this as a hot it sauce. A, it's a sauce. It's crazy. Yeah, it is la salsa. Um, this is the next hottest. This is hotter than L. Is technically the fourth sauce in the lineup. Okay, I know, it, it, and I really, I, I wonder how much of this is marketing as far as like the interviews go. Right, that they want to. You know, kind of do like a wave form of hot sauce. They want to give them a hot one at three and then like cool them off at four and then a hot one at five and then cool them off at six. Or do six. they like pay, be like, I want to be number nine. Yeah, I'll yeah, give that, you that's $10, true. $10. That's a good point, too. It could, there could be know. some actual political factor behind it. Be, so before we get off, mm-hmm. oh, get off. Should we eat the habanero that I'll be right back? <laughs> Tell everybody where this habanero is from. Alex is a has a green thumb as opposed to Claire. Sorry, as he runs away, he says sort of. Uh, he's definitely more versed in the uh, plant growing area compared to me and Claire. We've all we've bought a lot of plants and tried to. <laughs> 
we've tried to plant them and keep them alive, but we never can for some reason. Alex is, has that more of that fatherly finger, I would say. And uh, on a previous episode, actually a while back with, uh, and I'm going to reference another episode with uh, my brother, is we tried a ghost pepper that we planted a long time ago uh, once it sprouted on episode 80 where my brother came in town. And it's episode 80, Dream Hack Atlanta 2019. And the pepper had zero heat Literally whatsoever. Zero. And I think we tried it again, right? Uh, or we tried another pepper at some point that also had zero heat. Was it a different habanero? Was it another jalapeno? I think it was another homegrown jalapeno. Hilariously... The only peppers I ever had any success with any heat was my batch of habaneros that I... It was around the same time that we did Gingers versus Hairy People, which was in the 40s. Episode 5. Episode I'm pretty five? sure, wasn't it? No, no, no. Ep- episode 40-something was Gingers versus Hairy People. Oh, 40-something? Yeah, for sure. Dude, let's check it again. 42. 40, exactly. Ooh! Okay, <laughs> so... That one, because I put it in the collider, those homegrown habaneros, those were the ones that were incredibly flavorful, like bananas, and they popped up front, but then they didn't last. You you made this, though, right? This is yours. Sort of. Oh. I bought a sapling. Okay. And, oh, and it okay, fruited, right. and mm. I let it ripen, and they're orange. They were green last time. Do you remember when you were here, they were green? Uh Oh, yeah, I do. They're I do. orange. Here's the thing. This is going to either ruin our night or it'll seriously be nothing. It smells like it could. And and I'm really excited I'm about it. I'm ready to ruin my night. <laughs> yeah. And and if it happens, it happens. Mm-hmm. Cheers. Oh, cheers. Here we go. Good luck. Yeah. Taste is amazing. It's got the, that banana e taste. He's popping a little bit. It has some heat. Now we got to see how far it goes. Right. It definitely, like compared to the ghost peppers that we had that were actually nothing. Yeah. These have heat. I'm, I'm already getting the vibe that it's more jalapeno-y than habanero-y. Yeah, but here's the thing. That definitely had the flavor. Oh, uh, habanero flavor. And mm-hmm. habanero peppers, hot peppers flavor-wise are my favorite because they... They have a banana-y taste, to me at least. That was very pleasant, but it was akin to like a fresh jalapeno. A really it, a hot great. jalapeno. I am, this is... Really, my, it was perfect. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. where I was going, is mm. that I couldn't I couldn't be happier or sadder with where my mouth heat. is right now. Yeah, it's perfect. Oh, yeah. Because I'm, I'm getting like a little bit of saliva from so the... So am uh, I. My mouth is sweating. Yeah. Dude. Had a little pause there and uh, took a sip of this rolling rock. <laughs> Tommy, this was a great episode. Yeah, dude, I appreciate you hanging around. And for all the listeners that decided to hang around with us the whole way, this was a great catch-up for two best friends of 21 mm-hmm. years, almost 22. Yeah, we've got to be coming up on that. we got to ca- we got to recal- recalibrate. Well, I know that... Uh, it started in a September. And that's what you would think because we got into third grade and we took the test to get into those classes that we became the smart friends. people classes <gasps> in third grade. Yeah. Um, 
and was I don't know if that was in the beginning of the year or a couple months into the year, but it's right around. That would have been the beginning. Okay. Yep. Right around this time. So there it is, you guys. Thank you for joining. Thank you for sticking with us. If you're still here, I think it's time for me to fuck you up in some smash. It's this feels like this episode has been three hours, but I love it. it it's like been it's been under two, and I will post the results even if I get my ass kicked of the smash <laughs> sesh that is about to ensue. Yeah, where you're gonna die. Cheers, fucker. In, in real life. <laughs>